0: This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by our proud sponsors at Kingdom Strollers, providing premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando Resort, hotel or vacation home free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. So book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301 Ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the Glee Club.
1: Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on a Channel at Tiki Talk. We're your hosts, I'm Sean, I'm Keith, and I'm Alan. So grab yourself a whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 146 for the week of August 7th, 2016. Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk, where Keith is a sad, strange little man and he has our pity.
2: Oh, No, I don't really pity him. he It's just, he is what he is.
1: Yeah. That's a sad, mm-hmm. strange little man.
2: So this week, not year, little. <laughs> yeah, you are compared, only compared to your old self. You were little. Well, I guess I saw that picture of you from uh, when you met Icky Woods. I was like, "That's not Keith. Like Keith. <laughs> that's like Keith's skinnier brother or something."
3: No, that's me. Still with the white hair, but yeah, that
2: was me. <laughs> well, that, that's not going away. You can't reverse that without like uh, spray paint, guy, I guess. <laughs>
3: Restolium.
1: <laughs> All right. So this week we're going to be starting a new show series in which we talk about how we like to tour the four parks in Walt Disney World, which means we're going to start out with a park that is not a zoo, and that is not Disney's Animal Kingdom.
3: <laughs> not a zoo. Not a zoo. Not a zoo. Not a zoo. is animal kingdom. It's many, many things, but remember
1: it's not a zoo. So, everybody out there in Tiki Land, if you're listening in your car, we promise we won't be singing wishes tonight. We promise that. At least I promise. I can't. I, can't I didn't if,
3: promise. Yeah, anything. Keith didn't
1: promise. So, But I promise no. I, there won't be any wishes. But we have heard some people. And you that, know I'm not
2: going to do it. No, so. yeah, I know you're not going to do
1: it. But I heard quite a few people who are interested in No, nobody in
2: wanted to sing Brian Adams. Don't even go there.
1: <laughs> yes, there people want us to sing more. So we were thinking about doing a musical. And if you I are interested in listening to an Enchanted Tiki Talk musical, you should email us at podcast and Enchanted Tiki talk and let us yeah. know if you would like to have a musical version of the show. We could do something wonderful, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, wonderful is a relative term, I suppose.
1: Maybe like a Christmas spectacular. You like, you know, the, yeah. the Rockettes have the, the Christmas spectacular. We can have the Tiki Christmas spectacular.
2: God, somebody help me. Please. Maybe we,
1: could, maybe we can sing with the Mormon Tabernacle Crier. 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 What's a crier? <laughs> crier. What's a crier?
2: <laughs>
3: exactly.
1: All of our fans listening to the musical <laughs> <Yeah>. spectacular. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh.
3: That's funny. So what were we talking about again tonight?
1: Animal Kingdom. Right Animal Kingdom. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Touring plans for Animal Kingdom.
1: Yeah, so we, we decided to start with Animal Kingdom and, and see how this goes. I mean, this is an interesting show topic just because I don't think we've ever really covered this per se. We have gone through, you know, talking about some of the things we like to do in the park. But this is like how we typically like to tour the park. So This
2: is like deja vu. Am I the only one that's experiencing deja vu right now? Yeah,
1: no. This is we actually did record this before.
2: <laughs> we we started it and then stopped, and now we're trying to start it again. I we think got... I started last time, right?
1: Uh, no, Keith started
2: last time. No, I'm pretty sure I started.
1: No, uh, yeah, I think you ended it. Oh, whatever.
2: Doesn't matter. doesn't matter. But you're no, more Keith.
1: than welcome to start.
2: Nah, we'll let Keith. We're go gonna first. flip a coin since Here we, we pity to. him. He can go.
1: We have a three headed coin.
2: Um. It's not sure. legal U.S. currency.
3: It's Canadian. Um,
2: so,
3: <laughs> all right. Um, well, I guess I'll start then, uh, since I uh,
2: somebody uh, start well, at this point, please.
3: <laughs> our virtual uh, coin toss, but we always like to rope drop or close to it. We're always kind of early risers when we're there, like anyway. So we always like to head straight like towards Africa. Hit us a cinnamon roll and share it it's a mickey shaped one it's really cool it tastes fantastic too so we always like to stop there and get that and then since we're there we take and hop on the it's always better if it's cooler and if it's early it seems like the animals are more active then of course now that there's a nighttime one our strategy might change a bit either that um or it's like we take and ride it twice so but that's kind of how we always like to start our day off it's
2: interesting the new changes i I don't think any of us well none of us have been since they expanded those park hours so you know it's definitely going to be a different experience the next time we go
1: yeah same here it's typically for me i just go to the animal kingdom in the morning and i'll leave early afternoon so i have never been in animal kingdom after four or five o'clock anyway so you know things are certainly going to change in the future but you know for like for myself now when i go to the the animal kingdom I always, you know, once I, I go into the park, I always choose the, the left-hand side to go up. And I, I know most people do the same. How do you guys like to go up going through the gate going when, you know, when you're going to go up to see the Tree of Life?
2: I always go oh, cool. left. I don't know why, but I do. Actually, I do know why. Generally speaking, I try to go left because more people go right. So statistically speaking, left is a better way to go.
3: I take left just um, because the Africa section is kind of off that way. So it's just a quicker path for us.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I like, you know, like the time, if I get there early in the morning, I like to mosey my way on through and see what kind of exhibits are going on. You know, the cast, some of the cast members will have some animals out that they might be showing to guests as the park opens. I enjoy doing that. You know, when I get up to the top there, I'll, I'll get my picture of the Tree of Life, and then I will head over to the Kilimanjaro Safari, where typically we try to get our Fast Pass between 9 and 10, we always get into the parks around 9.30. So that'll be the first thing we'll do, is go hit the Kilimanjaro Safari, and then after that we kind of do Everest, and after Everest we end end up doing Dinosaur, just to get our Fast Passes done. So that's initially how we like to start doing the parks, we usually never, ever eat breakfast in the park. Like, but the last trip we ended up going to uh, Tusker House, I think it was, for for breakfast, and that that's the first time we've actually ever had a meal inside Animal Kingdom to sit down. I mean, there's other times I've done like quick servers and things like that at of Safari, but beyond that, you, Animal Kingdom is usually just a, a much shorter park for us because there's not as much for us to do. Considering that my kids aren't huge zoo fans, they don't necessarily. But it's not a zoo. It's not a zoo. But, um, you know, but that's how we start the day off for the, for the most part.
2: You know, one of my favorite things about Animal Kingdom is um, there, there's we're – all, we're all big Disney fans. We all know that, you know, there's nothing much more tiring than getting back from a Disney World vacation, right? <laughs> you know, you're, you've been getting up early and going to bed kind of late and you're out in the sun and it's hot and you're just – you're tired, right? By the time you get – at least I am. Right. I, I, don't, I don't need a vacation more than when I get back from my Disney vacations. Um, So one thing I really like about Animal Kingdom is I kind of use that as like a later start morning. Um, Basically, I'm going to use Fast Passes on the Safari, uh, generally Everest, and generally Dinosaur. Those are kind of the three that we aim for. Uh, And if you set that, you know, Everest, um, not Everest, I'm sorry. uh, If you set that Kilimanjaro Safari Fast Pass for like 10-ish or so, uh, you know, you can really kind of sleep in a little bit for for one of the few days of the vacation where i don't feel bad sleeping in is on the animal kingdom day so right. we we do like to use that as kind of a sleep in day um you know we, we don't always necessarily get not get there until 10 o'clock but sometimes that's usually you know sometime between 9 30 and 10 30 is usually when we'll we'll roll up to the park and go ahead and get safari done first and then a lot of times i'll head over to everest and it's still early enough in the morning that I can single rider line once or twice by myself, and then we use a fast pass. Uh, my wife usually doesn't want to ride more than once, but I'm I'm usually up for more than one trip on that. Uh, so you know, I I take advantage of a day where I don't have to get up at seven o'clock or, or earlier to get to a park by you know eight or nine to rope drop something.
1: Yeah, that you know that's a that's a good point because Animal Kingdom isn't one of those parks that you do have to get there right away. And it just always seems that, you know, I don't know what it is, but some of the other parks tend to get more crowded earlier on. I I see that more at like the studios or I used to see it more because of Toy Story, just because they're wasn't as many attractions for families to go on, so you used to see a larger crowd earlier in the morning there, as opposed to some of the other parks, but Animal Kingdom has got, like, one of those lazy feelings, like, you know, we're recording on a Sunday, and it's raining, we're on that, and it's like a lazy day, and that's what... Sometimes the Animal Kingdom feels to me It's just like it's a lazy day. Like Anna, you know, Alan was saying, you don't have to rush to get into there. So yeah, I understand that, and that and that's how I feel a lot of times. There is no big, huge rush to get in there because you're really because it's not a part that you're going to be spent, really spending the entire day and night there. Because as as its future as the times have changed, yes, you're going to spend more time at night. But it's not one of those things where you need to rush there and spend your whole day there. As as it is right now, once Avatar Land is there, it's going to be a different ball game.
2: And I think a big part of it, too, is uh, not not trying to go into the, you know, quote-unquote there's nothing to do at Animal Kingdom, because I I don't buy that, but, you know, you you've got several walking trails where you can look at the animals, if you're interested in that sort of thing, but there's no like, time frame on that, you know? It's not like it's not like, oh man, Space Mountain or Splash Mountain is really busy between, you know, noon and four so you can't do it then, like, it's just a walking trail, and you just go and you look at the animals you look when you want to look, if you're if you happen to be standing by yourself, awesome. If you're standing with fifteen or twenty people, it's not that big of a deal. It's not, you know, there's a lot of kind of unstructured attractions at Animal Kingdom, which is another reason that it's kind of a, a lazy day, like you're talking about. You don't, you know, there there are attractions you have to wait in line for, but if you use your fast passes you know, properly, uh, you you really can avoid a lot of lines at that park, in my opinion. You know, at least right. at least as it is now pre Pandora. You know, obviously this whole episode. Disclaimer, is pre-Pandora. So anyone listening to this after Pandora, well, this is probably, we'll have to re-record this episode after Pandora. (laughs) This is a
3: slower pace. I kind of, like, I like about it. We always at least, like, spend, like, three-fourths of a day there. And like it's been said, with the evening stuff that is there now, it's a full-day park. As soon as we get finished on the Safari, we take a walk over to Asia and hit up, like, Everest. I normally get, like, a fast pass for it if it's not a long wait we'll take and do the standby and then 07 ride it twice with our fast pass after that we take and walk down to um uh, Land of course we do the dinosaur ride and i've actually i kind of have a love for the primeval world this last trip my niece wanted 07 ride it and it, it was her um like first time we hadn't rode it in in years and so it's like i took her on and it. it was really fun it's that just like an old school bear like type of ride and it was really, really fun. And then after that we take and cut back through uh Discovery Island and stop at Flame Tree for some lunch and uh and that's like the first like half of our day.
1: Yeah, see for me like pretty much when we we're done with our fast passes as it is now, you know, we'll hang out in um the Dino Land area and we'll do the the spinner that they have there. And then I don't Triceratops. do... Triceratops. Triceratops. man, thanks. The, uh, the Preymoval Whirl, that one I can't do because it makes me sick. I my end, end up, my back ends up killing me, so we don't do that. I finally rode that
2: for the first time.
1: Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's all right. I
2: mean, it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's fine. It, it uh, you know, didn't blow me away by any means, but it was fun. I'm glad I did it. I finally got it. Uh, that was an attraction that I had never done, and so I'm glad I finally marked that off the list.
1: Yeah, it's... It is like I, I like the idea of the theming of it. I know a lot of people are, are down on the whole Dino Dino land area because it, it feels like a carnival. But that's the whole idea of it that the people that work in the Dino Institute I think work there on their part time or something like that and and they, or just popped up. And I like that whole idea of of what that became. And I think it works for what it is, and they needed other things for younger kids to do there, so I think that's fine. The only thing that I don't like is some of the games that they have there. I think that's kind of unnecessary, but it does fit in with the theming, so I understand that. What would be good over there would be like a, a splash area for kids, because I know they have they have the boneyard over there. My kids really enjoy going to the boneyard, so we'll go do that. So pretty much after that, it's harder for us to do anything else in that park we haven't. My kids aren't big show people, so we don't go see any of the the shows there as much as I might want to check them out. We usually don't. So, but you know, other than that, I mean, Animal Kingdom is. If my kids enjoyed it more and wanted to see more of the animals and wanted to take their time, I think Animal Kingdom would be a much better park for us. And that's what I'm looking forward to seeing once Avatar Land opens. Pandora. Pandora. <laughs>
2: I mean, for me, you know, I, just to kind of get caught up, I I left off with basically just saying I like to get there late, and I didn't really go much into other any other, uh, other details. Um, uh, something we've recently liked to do, and I don't know if this is going to be considered cheating for for Sean cheating or not, but we we like to um, we like to leave Animal Kingdom about lunchtime and go to the lodge and get lunch at Sana'a, and then go back to the kingdom and, and do some more stuff. So that's that's been something we've liked to do recently. Uh, cause honestly, come on, sana, butter chicken and bread service. Yeah, it's totally worth it. Uh, and it's also, you know, it's, it's a good time cause you're already out that, you know, out that way. I mean, Animal Kingdom is a, is a good ways, you know, towards that Southwestern corner of the right. property. So if you're gonna, if you're gonna be out there anyway, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's worth stopping over there at the, at the lodge. And plus we love Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's, you know, that's where we own on DVC. And we just, we love to, we love to visit there even when we're not staying there. Uh, just to get a little bit of our home resort in, so so that's kind of become something we'd like to do. But uh, before that, prior to, to Sanaa kind of becoming our our staple lunch, we used to love uh, Yak and Yeti, the the sit down Yak and Yeti. Uh, there's some really good food there. The Yak Attack alcoholic drink is really good. The fried green beans are really good. Um, it's just, I mean, honestly, it's a, it's a pretty solid menu. Obviously, you know it's expensive as is everything at Disney, but um, I think it's really really good there. So that's a that's a good place to to take a lunch, get out of the air conditioning, or not get out of the air conditioning, get in the air conditioning, <laughs> uh, get into the air conditioning, get out of the heat for a little bit, and take a little break. So you can you know kind of refuel a little bit, and and um, you know head out in the afternoon to, to get something else. Um, we used to really like uh, Flame Tree Barbecue. Haven't been in several visits. The last like once or twice we went. It just it seemed to have gone downhill a little bit. Uh, maybe it's gotten better. I know they've done a, a like a menu change recently or a refurbishment of some sort. So maybe it's better. Uh, I haven't really checked on that, but, uh, that's, that's kind of where we're at, you know, going through lunchtime. Uh, usually we've already knocked out Safari and Everest. Uh, then after lunch, we're probably going to go hit dinosaur. Uh, maybe it's tough to be a bug. We haven't seen it in a while. It's tough to be a bug is it's a good show. I mean, once you've seen it, 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 it loses some of its, it, uh, some of its impact, obviously, because you know, you know, the gags, um, But I will tell you the last time I wrote it, and I think I may have told this story on the show before, but the last time I wrote it, it was, or I didn't write it, but the last time we saw it, um, it was a packed, packed tree. Like I hadn't been in one that was that packed in a long time. So, you know, it was really full of people and there was just this excitement in the air because you could tell that there were some people who uh, maybe had not been, uh, who had not experienced it before. And there was just this excitement in the air. You kind of, sometimes you do something, you kind of have that buzz in the air, you know?
0: Right. It's
2: totally what this was. And people were freaking out about all the various gags, you know, when the hornet gets you and the spiders and right. all that stuff. And it was the best It's Tough to Be a Bug I have had ever. I mean, even better than the first time I watched it when when the surprises were surprises to me. Uh, it was just—it's so much more fun. its kind of like going to see like a horror movie when you have a crowd that's really into yeah, it.
1: exactly. That's yeah.
2: exactly what it was. You know, oh, my, oh my God, I can't. You know, just that kind of stuff, and it was so much fun. So totally worth it.
3: It's always nice as as seasoned vets as we are to kind of see attractions like through the eye, experiencing things for the first time. It almost enhances it for you. So that's that—that's always cool. But and Flame Tree. We were there in April and it was fantastic. The service was kind of iffy just because it was like packed in there and stuff and everybody kind of seemed like wasn't um quite as organized as it should have been but the, the food itself was really good so i'm just not sure if you kind of caught it on an off day or what but as far as our our day is concerned like after we as we stop at flame tree hit some lunch we normally do the, the trails right there it's nice to walk off all of that barbecue and you know the, <laughs> if you're so full from eating everything it's nice to just, like take and wander around and like I can see the animals and you get to see the tree of life up close. And uh, it's just a nice, like, post-meal stroll. And then uh, after that, we take and head back over to the uh, Africa section. We do some shopping as we stop at the Dawa Bar, get ourselves a drink. Always have to, to catch a set, like, of the Berhadika Band since we're there. And then uh we normally if we can catch a showing like of the Festival of the Lion King. It's a fantastic show. It's nice to kind of get out of the sun and sit down and take a break and it's really really cool. After that it's like our day is kind of done. Of course, now our plan is to catch like a dinner we want to try out tiffins. I've heard some pretty um, good things about that, and then of course we want to check out nighttime entertainment, Harambe and stuff like that, and all of the tree of life awakening and that uh, stuff all uh, sounds really really cool. So truly is and stuff in my mind it's a full day park now, and then of course with the Pandora stuff, it's even a longer day park at that point. But but that's uh, like a normal trip for us at Animal Kingdom.
1: See now, meanwhile for me, I've gone back to the resort, swam a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> and I headed back over to the Magic Kingdom now, you know, the amount of times that you're you're spending there. But, yeah, I mean, that's – sometimes, you know, with kids, traveling with kids, it's, it's not as easy to do certain things because they have a mind of their own and they don't necessarily want to do the same things you want to do. And like I right. said before, none of my kids are really huge animal lovers. They love dogs and stuff like that, but they'll look at – zebras and whatnot giraffes you know when they go to a zoo for a few minutes they're like okay next you know they go to the next 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 they just they just want to keep going so it just doesn't work out for us but the one thing that i really wish that animal kingdom would do that epcot does is you know like epcot has the food and wine festival and the the spring festival i wish they would do something like that at animal kingdom and bring like the African-inspired foods more into Africa, you know, especially like Ethiopia. I don't know if you guys have ever had Ethiopian food. It's really good. It is really good. I like I would, it a lot. I would love for them to put a stand there over in the Africa section and bring some other countries' foods into that. I think that's like one of those things that would make Animal Kingdom stand out a little bit more if you had more local flair from the particular countries coming into there. Take some of the stuff out of food and wine and put it into to Animal Kingdom. I think it would make it such a more interesting park, more cultural park too, and I think that's the thing that Animal Kingdom needs a little bit more of is I know that they have a lot of people from, you know, South Africa or what not working in the resorts in the resort there or in the park there. They should do a little bit more of that and would make Animal Kingdom stand out even more.
3: I do agree with that. I think though that it's hard to introduce those like truly authentic food. I look at the Skipper Canteen, for instance. It started out with really authentic like African um, inspired foods, and then like nobody was ordering it, and everybody was afraid of it, so that they had to, to change up the menu. So it's a fine line to offer authentic cuisines if oh, I have it. Um, to where if it doesn't like scare people off.
1: Well, you're do, if you're doing it as a kiosk, it's a little bit different. You can you can offer drinks as well. If you're making it more like food and wine, it's not something you have to worry about as much as it would be a restaurant. You're only going to have a couple of people running it. It's not like you're having a full staff of people back there maintaining what's going on. You don't have a, a wait staff and all that. You know, you have a cashier, somebody cooking and preparing it, and, and that's pretty much it. So. It is something that would be good to
2: see. sounds to me like you're promoting an (laughs) African and Asian uh, food and wine festival. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm on board with. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's some, uh, you know, there's obviously some great food that they, you know, know, like Keith said, I mean, they're trying to appeal to the masses and that stinks. But by doing it, by doing it in a, well, it doesn't stink. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but. Uh, and I think they're getting better at it. You know, restaurants over at Animal Kingdom Lodge and uh, the new ones at Animal Kingdom are, are going to help with that. Um, but I don't know how many people. I mean, some people are just going to go, "Ooh, Ethiopian food." They don't even know. What, they don't even know what an right, Ethiopian yeah. food would be. They don't. It doesn't matter. Ooh, you know. Um, yeah, I, I personally yeah. never had Ethiopian. I would try it in a heartbeat. Um, I do love. We have a Lebanese restaurant here in, in uh, Raleigh, and I love the. I love that restaurant. It's so good. Um, it's the first time i have ever had Lebanese food, but I love it. Um, so. There's, you know, but I'm also an open-minded diner. I don't, I'll try anything, you know, if it sucks, fine. At least I tried it, but right. you got to try it first. But anyway, I digress. Um, I would be on board with that, but uh, you know, I, I think, I think Disney Twitter would explode if there was like a second food and wine festival. Yeah, I know. World. Exactly. Like, people are already like, people already hate on the food and wine festival as it is anyway. So, <laughs> um, well, you know, a good re- a good thing that uh, another, you know, I talked about how going to Animal Kingdom kind of late is is a good thing for us, but you know, with it being, you know, getting getting out kind of early, you're not you're not going to be there until nine ten o'clock at night. You know, as it stands now, uh, we often use. Our animal kingdom night as a night if we want to if we're gonna go to a nice restaurant you know i know sean with, with the kids it's a little difficult and it'll probably change moving forward for us but um in the past we've always liked to use that as that night for you know jico or uh, victorian albert's the one time we went i believe was an animal kingdom night or uh, flying fish or, or what is it uh, that you like keith artist point you know one of those yeah you know, uh, what do they call them disney signature Signature restaurants. Thank you. The, the the nicer ones where, not that you necessarily have to get dressed up, you know, other than Victorian hours. But you know, you, you want to go back to your room, get cleaned up, relax a little bit, get dressed and get showered, and then, well, not in that order. Other uh, order, obviously, uh, but go out to a nicer restaurant. That's a good time to do that on an Animal Kingdom night because you don't feel like you're missing anything if you if you kind of made that an Animal Kingdom day anyway. I mean, you sure, if you got park hoppers, you're missing something, but. If you're going to take a night out anyway, why not take that night out? At least that's how we have always kind of done it.
3: That's a nice idea, too. Yeah, I mean, if you know that you're not going to spend a long time in a certain park, that you always kind of do that park earlier, and then then it does give you time to go and change and whatnot and get yourself to a nice dinner. That's kind of what we do like at the studios, if that's our day, unless we choose to do like a nighttime show or something there. But it's usually that's our day to, to go and to take our nice dinner somewhere.
2: Yeah, I'm always up for a nice dinner somewhere anyway. And if you go to a a place, uh, you know, if you go to Flying Fish or somewhere that's kind of close to one of the parks, you can always hop into a park and then shut down that park. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've done that a few times as well. Or um, we hung out on the boardwalk one night and and watched the performers on the boardwalk. I got got picked to to, uh, be a participant in one of the boardwalk acts, which was a lot of fun. Did you get to swallow fire? I did not have to or get to do that. Um, I (laughs) was uh, helping him... We were juggling cups, which was kind of fun. I don't know. It was, I can't remember what his name was now, but. Um, Sven? i to say it's Max. Is it Max? Is that his name? Ronaldo? The great no. Ronaldo? Well, I think, no, he's a soccer player. Um,
1: <laughs> the Flying Swahili Brothers? No. Did you swallow a sword?
2: I think his name is Max. No, I didn't swallow a sword. We were, like, juggling cups and stuff. It was That's a lot not of much fun. much fun. No, it was a lot of fun. Pick
3: up a cinder block with your beard?
2: <laughs> yes, well, my beard is very strong. What can I say? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but there's always lots of stuff you can do after after a dinner like that. You know, you can you can head into the park, and, and it's not really about attractions. Maybe you just want to go see Wishes or Illuminations. Uh, or wishes! Wishes! No, you promised. Oh no, you didn't promise. I didn't, I didn't promise, promise. anything. <laughs> well, you should have promised, you jerk. <laughs> anyway, well, that's you know that that's pretty much how we kind of wrap it up at that point for us. Um, you know, after dinner, it's obviously it's late, so time to go back to bed. Because uh, unlike unlike today, where we we got up late and went to the Animal Kingdom, tomorrow it's uh, like five thirty wake up so we can rope drop Magic Kingdom. <laughs> so got to get to bed.
1: I'm right there with you.
3: Yeah, it's always nice to just kind of go back to the room and, and uh, just kind of get yourself ready for day two.
2: And have some adult time.
3: Easy, Tiger.
2: Yeah. <laughs> this is a family show, sir. Wow. <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for this week. Thank it's God. As we cut <laughs> Sean off because we don't need to go there. Um, yeah, that's going to do bow. it for this week. Bow, I don't just... Stop it. <laughs> Stop it now. I am leaving the show. My beard says stop it. (laughs) Um, That's going to do it. Yes, that's it. But first... Right, that's the next part. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your door. For more information, visit kingdomstrollers.com or call four zero seven two seven one five three zero one. Also, head over to myfantasybands.com where you can get customized magic band covers for your next Walt Disney World vacation. There's all sorts of cool designs and colors and sports themes, and and they're uh, they're they're quite uh, they're quite durable as well, based on uh, what Sean and Keith have told me. And if you use the code Enchanted Tiki twenty, that's Enchanted Tiki two. Zero, you can get twenty percent off your order over at my fantasy Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show, comment in the notes at Enchanted email us at podcast at Enchanted or leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Please like us on Facebook. Check out our store at redbubble.com. And follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at one minute Yep.
2: One minute, first, Disney first dream. day on the
1: podcast <laughs> <laughs> M-I-N Disney Dream MouseWorldVacations.com
2: and MousePros.com
3: and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter
2: at Dole Whip Daily and you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram I'm at Norman Bates, that's N-O-R-M-N-B the number 8 and the letter S thanks for listening this week for Sean and Keith, I'm Allen, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk, aloha
3: scene (laughs) (laughs) I thought that you were going to put something in about you know email us if you hear this or whatever that's why I was waiting oh
2: okay dee 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 dee, dee. (laughs) okay
1: so I could do that okay 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 here we go
3: okay here we go okay one more time okay
2: (laughs) we're going to
1: try this again let's go Okay.
2: okay Focus, please, focus. (laughs) Okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Action. Jackson.
1: Okay, so, now seriously. (laughs) This is the outtake part of the show. We're going to find out how many people actually listen to the show. Well, listen to the outtake, not the show itself. We know how many people listen to the show. Seven. So now we're going (laughs) to find out how many people listen to the outtake. If you're listening to the outtake... Now or anytime in the future. Well, not too far into the future because we're going to forget about that. We actually did this.
3: That's but why this is an outtake.
1: Exactly. <laughs> now, if you, as a person listening to this podcast, send an email to podcast at Enchanted Tiki Talk. And the title, in the in the subject line of the title, we want you to put in, let's say. outtake. Outtake contest. There we go. Subject outtake contest. Send an email to podcast and Enchanted Tiki Talk. And we're going to select a random person who's going to receive a Tiki swag bag full of whatever kind of goodies we can put in there. It could be some good stuff. It could be some bad stuff. We don't know what it is going to be yet. We've just decided to do this now. So there's plenty of times for some magical things that end up in there. So please j- just send stuff. Send send the email to us, okay? Don't tell your friends. Don't tell anybody. We're going to see how many people actually sign. Send an email to okay. us. So send an email to Podcast and Enchanted Tiki Talk with the subject Outtake what? Contest. Outtake Contest. Thank you. We're going to see who <laughs> the good fans are and who the bad fans are. So thanks for listening.
3: Okay. Wow,
0: (laughs) nobody's going to get through that. No, uh -uh. (laughs) No.
1: I'll let it go exactly the way it is.
0: (laughs) Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Log on to MousePros.com to plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by Kingdom Strollers. Visit KingdomStrollers.com on your next visit to Orlando or call 407-271-5301 for premium stroller and crib rentals. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.